Good evening and welcome to Friday night's Fools Rushing back in our regular 9pm slot. If you've been anything like me this week, you've been waking up every day seeing various uh, sources suggesting today is Sandro Day and uh, much like uh, most uh, commercial celebrations that people insist we celebrate, like me, you are left bitterly disappointed with what you receive by the end of the day. Um, we have much to discuss uh, tonight, uh, starting of which um, the question that I stole from Twitter and posted on our socials today. We would love to know your answer to this question, but don't fret. It will be coming back up on the screen just after I roll the titles. Take my hands, take my whole life too, but I can't help falling in love with you. So I certainly hope you've had a, a good week uh, since the football on Monday. Um, and uh, I hope whatever you've been up to, you've had better weather than I have up here because I kid you not, it's been fucking lashing it down all week. Uh, absolute carnage. Uh, but yes, I say the big question that I stole from Twitter was which of these are you going for? You have six choices of cups of tea and, and various strengths. Then you've got the choice of sandwiches. Uh, if, if it's not clear on the screen, it's ham and cheese, egg and cress, smoked salmon, uh, BLT, tuna mayo or prawn mayo. And then your choice of six cakes, uh, scone with jam and cream, carrot cake, Victoria sponge cake, macaroons, lemon drizzle cake or profiteroles. Uh, as someone who doesn't drink hot drinks, I think C probably looks the best. And then I went for tuna mayo and carrot cake. Please do let us know uh, which variations you will be having as I introduce tonight's panel, starting with BTB himself. How are you, Ben? I'm very well, hidden behind cake, but I'm all good, mate. Here we are. <laughs> you are there. Now, I was leaving up on the screen for a bit. Um, you would have seen the picture earlier. Do you remember what your choices were, sir? Yeah, I do. I do. But I've changed slightly. Oh, um, go on. Um, Tell I'm me still, why you've changed as well. Because that's a proper cup of tea. Because a proper cup of tea is the same colour as E-Man. Um, um, ham and cheese sandwich, because that's the nicest one out of a lot of them, though there are nicer sandwiches available. Oh, controversial. What would you go as a nicer sandwich? You've got a chicken and bacon sandwich. You've got okay. that, really. that, 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 that's particular. That's a particular favourite of mine. Um, now, I, I did choose profiteroles this afternoon, but I've changed my mind and gone for old Vicky Sponge. Um, I've changed my mind for that. So I've gone cup of tea, C, ham sandwich, and a Victoria sponge. And that oh, is be nice. my, uh, my little light lunch. Uh, we've got uh, Liam joining us. Uh, happy Sandro Eve. Uh, well, depending if you believe said sources. Evening, Liam. Hope you're well. Uh, we've got Steve there uh, saying evening all. Um, way, way too many in the know people who actually know nothing. I would be inclined to agree uh even philip even everyone please can we have a win tomorrow is this not good for the health and he's gone with one five and f as his options um then we've got uh, steve back in touch uh, te sandwich is egg and cress uh everyone getting involved early sean's here as well good evening sean who's saying b five and e 
And uh, Steve following out with his cake. He's gone for the Victoria Sponge as well. And good evening to Claire, who uh, who's jumped in via Facebook as well. Uh, live chat available on YouTube and Facebook. Twitter comments are being monitored as well. I can see those um, as, uh, well, the latest notification was Woody sharing the thread. So as he's done that, it's only right to welcome him onto the show. Good evening, sir. How are you? How's your week been? Uh, my week, apart from being struck down with some sort of stomach bug, um, I my week has been good. Apparently, Swindon played on Monday. I've completely forgotten about that. Um, the yeah, and I'm very intrigued by this food post because I'm assuming it's related to obviously British food being from no context Brits, and yep. there is not a fucking coronation chicken sandwich in sight <laughs> on that middle on that middle row, which really disappoints me. Um, so, but to give you my options, C all day long for a cup of tea. Um, C does you know, seem the popular one. Yeah, venturing on D if if you know if if I'm really tired. Um, I am a sucker for a prawn mayo. Um, I do like a prawn oh, no. mayo. It is my it is my go to when I'm uh, in a rush. Um, okay. And the, do you know what the last one was really hard because I'd quite happily take all of them. Um, <laughs> you may be you may be fooled by my athletic physique. But uh, I probably have to go with the traditional one that I like the most, which is lemon drizzle um, oh, okay. as well. Oh, oh, I was just very... about to take a photo of that then to post it on the socials. But, yeah. <laughs> I, don't worry, it'll be back up shortly because we've got many other panellists yet to ask. Uh, Mike's the latest one to be in touch. Evening, Mike. Hope you're well. He's gone for C1 and A because I had D3B earlier, so assume that's gone now i've eaten it <laughs> he says um joe has been in touch evening joe hope you and the family were as well uh f free and f that's very strong somebody likes a black tea <laughs> no, no milk yeah yeah uh, my daughter has that my daughter has black tea she doesn't uh liam says lemon drizzle is god tier yes, liam liam knows uh, and uh, and Sean's out of sent a follow up question as it's annual cricket club barbecue tomorrow. Hot dog or burger? Ben, you go first. Ooh, for me, it has to be a burger, but it's a close run thing. But it, a, hot, a burger's running. It, it can be a barbecue at the uh, cricket club tomorrow. Yep. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Woody, hot dog or burger? Oh, um. Probably a burger because normally when you get a hot dog, it's like tiny little shitty sausage thing, isn't it? So, like, if it was like a proper jumbo sausage, like butcher's hot dog, then it'd be a hot dog all day long. Like when you see the German stadiums where you get that bun and the sausage is about that big. Uh, yes. You know, yeah. one of them, couldn't you? We're, We're doing great. We haven't even introduced the rest of our guests yet. Yeah. We're <laughs> talking about hot dogs, cakes, and tea. Well, I'm well, quite happy to we talk could about always... football today. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck football. Um, Joe jo sent a, uh, a follow-up oh, no. Now I feel bad <laughs> <laughs> And Arch is agreeing with Ben Which I'm sure is something many people will be doing tonight With his views on Swindon Town uh, poor, poor choice of sandwiches uh, Steve saying uh, Hot dog uh, Do you know what? I would go hot dog I think, way, Off a barbecue By the way, three minute Bob has tuned in three times And come back out again <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, old school three minute. Three minute Do you know what? So many of our current viewers who we are very fortunate to have will have no idea no the idea. reference of three minute Bob. 
absolutely sensational. Uh, I think it's only right at this juncture, if we're talking food, someone else who is, um, I, I think it's not beyond the realms to say an expert in this field. Evening, Friday night, Joe. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that was going to be me somehow. <laughs> uh, so start us off with the uh, the hot dog burger debate yeah. off a of barbecue. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit. I agree with Woody. It depends on the sausage when I get there. If it's a decent sausage, then I'm a hot dog man. But if it looks a bit, a bit shitty, then I'll have a burger. But yeah, generally decent sausage, hot dog, and onions. Lovely, <laughs> lovely. Uh, Rob on Twitter. Evening, Rob. Hope you're well, pal. But evening, gents. Cheers. Fucking starving now. Is his comment. Um, and uh, to give you your options from the uh, the no context Brits post earlier, what are you going for tea, sandwich, and cake? Do well, I don't drink I don't drink tea. I only drink coffee. So uh, I'll go for probably ease most likely what I drink. Just a little splash of milk. Uh huh. Again, the sandwiches not the best choice, but I'll probably go for a BLT out of that lot. Okay. And then uh, I had one about an hour ago. So uh, scones and jam and cream. Oh, did you have did you have a scone a little while ago? Yeah, yeah. A Friday yeah. night treat. Yeah, I had, uh, uh, Joe, do you put the, the 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 cream on first or the strawberries or the jam? Yeah, I'm, it really I'm a, doesn't matter. Uh, I'm a cream first kind of guy, but I I'm a cream before. first kind of guy, and I've had big arguments with Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it surprise me that you've argued with Sarah about whether it's jam or cream first? <laughs> cream on the jam's just on top, and then it's the sandwich. Uh, I don't know if you saw the comment earlier. Appreciate that, AC. Food chat that isn't cheese-related is great content. Liam's <laughs> uh, back. Someone needs to challenge Ben on his curry choice earlier. What curry choice, Ben? I saw that. I was a <laughs> korma was a joke. Because there's a watch I have, and I went korma. Because it was because kormas are like, you don't go to curry and have a korma, because that's just offensive. But <laughs> I do like... And everyone, Nick, like someone said, oh, that's entry level. I do like a tikka masala because I like the taste. I do like a tikka masala. Mate, you can like what you like. I we know. Don't, we're not haters here. Well, Except Liam is obviously hating my tikka masala. Mike <laughs> 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 uh, Mike said, and we, we do still have two other panellists to welcome on you. <laughs> but Mike said, in Corfu once, we spent the equivalent of 80p on a hot dog. It had three sausages topped with cheesy chips and salad. Couldn't finish it and didn't have dinner in the evening. This show is great. <laughs> and uh, and friend of the show, Shah, evening Shah, she's been in touch as well. Uh, well def sure. Definitely see ham and cheese, lemon drizzle, uh, and she would go hot dog too, but the northerner in her will always go for pie and gravy. There you go. Uh, should we get another panellist on? Uh, oh, we've got another one snuck on in the lobby as well. <laughs> Everyone's queuing up for food chat. Um, let's welcome on young Richie Rich. How are you, buddy? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Uh, I Have you had a good week? It's been uneventful. Uh, but uh, Monday was, uh, apart from the game, uh, was all right. Uh, it was a good journey up to, to Scouseland. Went and saw the sights, uh, as as you would have to when you're up there. Unfortunately, um, had to go to Liverpool Stadium. Uh, but Everton's wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, i got to say, it was quite impressive. Uh, I thought the... Um, and obviously, it's the anniversary of the uh, um, uh, Hillsborough disaster. Uh, this weekend as well so yep. um it was good to see the hillsborough memorial there as well so that was good 
Absolutely. Uh, and it'd be rude for me to not ask your opinion. So let's start with the uh, the barbecue, burger or hot dog? Uh, I'm a sucker for uh, a cheeky hot dog. So, yeah. A lot of sausage fans on this panel. Yeah. Hot, a lot of sausage there. fans. This is sausage fest, eh? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> sausage yeah. fest indeed. Cheeky sausage. <laughs> And uh, and the big one. What does the uh, what do the rich fans like? Well, I'm trying. Do you know what? I was trying to compare the tea that I've currently got. You've taken it in like a Dulux sample. <laughs> yeah, I'm really analy- really analysing my tea at the moment to think <laughs> what the fuck. Color? I think it's between B and C. So um, oh, quite weird. That rich? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> between between <laughs> those tea two. Yeah, and then um, I I'm not a cold sandwich kind of guy, unfortunately. So I'd have of to go with not. ham and che- I'd have to go with ham and cheese. And you, you and... turn it into a toasty, I bet. Yes, I would. Yeah, mm. good shout. Um, yeah, Fucking hell. God, mate, that's such a difficult choice. Because you know what, it wasn't from... difficult for me. Apart from carrot, I mean macaroons. Macaroons, I wouldn't even class as cake. Um... Ma- macaroons, I wouldn't even class as nice. Yeah, they're, they're like you know what you have in France, isn't it? But <laughs> um, I tried I, my I love... first one in Italy randomly. <laughs> um, I love uh, I love scones, uh, and by the way, I don't give a fuck <laughs> whether or not it's jam or cream. <laughs> uh, as long as long as it ends up in my mouth, I don't care. Um, Victoria Sponge, love Victoria Sponge. Lemon Drizzle, love Lemon Drizzle. And what was the last one? Profit Rolls. Yeah, I love Profit Rolls as well. So Can I just yeah, say... I'm a sweet kind of guy. If we are to... When we do our end of season novelty awards, like we did last year, if we have a comment of the season category, can we all remember this one from Mike, please? No one mm. wants to get into talking about football. In true STFC style, the first 20 minutes look positive, but we all know where it's going. <laughs> and we haven't even got all the guests on yet. <laughs> we haven't even got everyone on yet. Um, Someone's got to get sent off in a minute. C1 and E for her. Um, Liam is saying he agrees on the T, Rich, between B and C. Um, Charmaine there as well. Yeah, macaroons are pretty good. Um, <laughs> and then Arch said, Do you have your tea in a sippy cup, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, can I just interrupt? Sarah's texting me. With her she's, okay. gone, she's gone for D, okay. uh, four, and B. Okay. Um, now, D is the Carrot reasonably cake. darkish mm. tea, four is, if I remember, the BLT, BLT, and yeah. D. Uh, B is the carrot cake. Yeah, carrot cake is god tier cake for me. What? Yeah, carrot um, cake. Carrot cake's quality. Close second. Yeah. Uh, someone who has disagreed with all of my choices today. We're going to welcome him on next because he's only going to be here for about ten minutes before he disappears, as per usual. Uh, welcome back to Fools, Kieran. I'm just yeah, got a guest on today, mate. Huh? We've got a guest on today. <laughs> is that the boy? I am yeah. here. A fucking delight. Um, right. So, yeah, I'm only here for the food chat because the football shit. But honestly, you've picked a shit tea. Tuna... <laughs> I said that. <laughs> Don't look bendy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but anyway, we're going we're gonna to 
digress because I'm not going to turn into Rich. And we don't want to talk about Ben Steen. No. <laughs> I not particularly. No, it's not much to talk about. Honestly, Ivy, you've picked a fucking tuna mayo sandwich and a curry. Tuna mayo is quality. Fucking hell! <laughs> Savage as fuck! Fifey, you pick tuna mayo, it's no wonder you're single. It <laughs> fucking hell. stinks! It fucking freaks! It's disgusting! And also, if I'm going to Trina Martin, disgusting. Only offer me a burger, a burger, burger or a hot dog, I'm fucking leaving. I'm having both. If it's not both, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on then, mate. Quickly, what's your choices so we can welcome our last panellist on and um, actually start football chat? So, if it... If it's tea, it's C. If it's coffee, it's F. Uh, sandwich, BLT all day long because the rest is shit. And the cake has either got the cake's got to be a lemon drizzle. But if lemon drizzle is not available with a Victoria sponge, and if it's not a Victoria sponge, it'll have to be a scone with cream on first. Um, and the rest, if it's not any of them, they can all fuck off. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we do have one more panelist who was one of the first to join and is the last, <laughs> the last to be welcomed on. Uh, but he is now hashtag on air. Uh, evening, Gary. Even though, how are you? I just had to check. I just had to check. I was on the right podcast, not the Great British Break Off. Break off. Break, break off. Twenty minutes of food. Break off. Twenty minutes of food chat. Got a love food football. chat. The football's <laughs> awful, I know, but geez. <laughs> It's because we want to talk about Sandra and he's fat. Fuck off, Sandra. Have you had a good job? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, it's been yeah. good. Apart from the weather's been awful, yeah, as well. It has been awful, is it? Yeah. The two important questions then, let's fly through them. Burger or hot dog? Both, same as Kieran. If you've got a cut or two, then I'm not interested in staying. Okay, fair enough. And uh, what what levels are we going to with you, sir? Uh, C for I'll tell you what. Give me a packet of crisps over bloody cake any day. Oh, controversial! What flavour crisps, though, mate? Pick with onion, monster munch. Oh, good cap, top tier, top tier. Flame <laughs> hot. Um, somehow, us just chatting nonsense about food for twenty minutes has uh, has entertained Joe at least. So that, that's one person entertained by us, lads. That's all we set out to do. Right, let's and, close that. Then, bye, everyone. Yeah, thanks for watching, Falls. It's been a pleasure. Um, how many beers has Pie Man had? Well, the answer to that is none because apparently there are none in the house. So he has texted and got permission to drink Sarah's gin to the, tonight instead. Uh, Where's she? So, uh, is she on a date? She's off her mate's house tonight. <laughs> she's at her mate's house tonight. Uh, so he has texted and got permission for... Uh, she's just messaging and said, fuck the lot of you by putting jam on the, the, with um, whole cream <laughs> on first. <laughs> you, can, you can just flip it upside down, though. This is, so this is my thing, Rich. It doesn't matter because you just put it the other way around. You're eating the same thing. Just flip it upside down. Everybody's happy. Anyway... This this is going to end in a disaster. Shall we talk football yeah. instead, guys? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Woody's gone. gone. Kieran's about to go as well. Uh, so we uh, swing them back at home tomorrow. Uh, first of Yay. two successive home games. I can tell by the uh, 
by the reaction to this, everyone on tonight is absolutely buzzing at the prospect of Barrow and Bradford coming to Swindon. Um, we were playing till just now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, let us try and build, at least for a little bit, before someone mentions the S-word properly, let's try and build a little bit of positivity. Uh, ben, I've said... <laughs> I've said... Why am I your go-to? No, 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 hear, hear me out. I've said, when everyone uh, on Lower League looked the other day, I think you were part of four Swindon fans who one after the other said, lose, 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 is their prediction. I've said, I'm pretty confident we could get a point tomorrow. Do you agree with me now that you've had some you time to think about it? And I've got nothing, absolutely nothing to back this up whatsoever because we've been absolutely fucking <laughs> The only thing I'll go is at some point, surely we're not going to lose all of them. Surely we're not going to lose them. At some point, we are going to lose a game. At some point. And I think that point might be tomorrow. Might be. Um, so, though, all through the week, I said we're going to lose 3 1. Bollocks to it. We're going to win 2 1. Nice. I like the uh, like the change of attitude. I don't know who's going to score. That's the gin you know, talking. We might need a couple of sending offs, but we're going to fucking win tomorrow. <laughs> ben is on the gin. On the gin. Ben out. is on the gin. Definitely pissed. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you, uh, Joe? Let me ask you. As Jody continues to try and work out, well, basically a formula that works to start with and then formulate his plans for next year. Are you expecting maybe a, a couple of changes in personnel, or do you think he's he's kind of sticking to just the just one set of players and everyone else he's already made a decision on? Yeah, I think in the last couple of games, he's given minutes to players that probably didn't deserve to last a game. Uh, Darcy, Shade, etc. Um, you know, he's sort of made a point of keeping them on the pitch for pretty much all the game just to see what they've got, I think. Um, so I think he is... He is starting to to think about next season and and things, but you still got to be respectful to the league. You still got to, you know, there's still teams playing for playoffs and relegation and things. So, you know, we can't just go out and make eleven changes. We still have to be respectable, you know, respectful for all the other teams. So, I mean, the fact is, we're shit anyway. That most teams are going to beat us, regardless. But we got to make it look like at least trying. Um. Trying is the operative word there, isn't it, Rich? Because a lot of criticism, I've been guilty of saying it a lot over the last few weeks, is um, that the way I've kind of phrased it is there's a way to lose and we haven't been doing that. So do you think, I mean, I know there's been very little in the way of content come out of the club, which there never is when, when times are hard, but is there anything to sort of suggest that maybe there'll, there'll be a slight attitude shift and, and they'll at least give off the impression that they're trying in these next couple of home games? No, I think if I was Jody, I I would just completely um, uh, playoffs. Like like we've always said, is out of contention now. So now is just about like giving other players a chance. Like our season is done. Um, I think you know. Uh, obviously, we just saw the news. Obviously, uh, Dwozak uh, signed his first professional contract um, today. Um, give about him an hour ahead of a... when we were talking about it. Yeah, um, give it, give uh, give him a few uh, games, you know, to get up to speed. I think that's the main thing you can give young players, uh, and especially if we're trying to build a young team anyway, which hopefully we're not doing next season anyway. But it'd be great for him to even just get some, you know, 
game time. But in terms of the current players, I think what well, I'd like to think Jody would have some the players that he wants to keep in mind and play them obviously for the rest of the season. The players that he doesn't want next season or haven't haven't really had a chance against him, he might give a run out to. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I in terms of attitude change. <laughs> To see Mike's comment there back to what Joe was saying. <laughs> 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 along after the event, Mike's just put playing the same 11 is disrespectful to the league. <laughs> Continuing to play like we are is disrespectful to the league, to be quite honest. Yeah, it's uh, it's a write off now. I think disrespectful I think, to football. <laughs> I, I think we've just got to get ourselves through these last few games of the season. I uh, like, I think somebody put on Twitter, I think it might have been you, Fife, like this and this season can't come to an end soon enough, really. Uh, no, no, that's not me. I, I love it. I want this season to just keep going because it's given us nothing but banter content from our own club. <laughs> Bunch. Who remembers the good old days of sort of October where we were all taking the piss out of teams like Crawley? And now look at us, absolute fucking basket case well, club. <laughs> well, we are still taking the piss out of Crawley because they're in the relegation zone. So they're the, probably the one. We're not team safe yet. Yeah, we're not mathematically safe yet. They could send us down for all week. Yeah, <laughs> for all we know, they fucking can. I tell you now, if they send us down, I'll be fucking raging. My, <laughs> we wouldn't be doing fools for a while because I'd be smashing my laptop out off of every single wall nearby. That's right. It's always better about you, anyway. um woody this hasn't gone to plan uh in terms of trying to build positivity can you help me please yeah i'm probably not going tomorrow that's how depressed i feel about about watching swindon at the moment um i don't know part of me i kind of agree with ben surely this this losing streak has to end at some point um it's it's got to end at some point um season yeah, next season. I guess it almost feels like if if Morris changes a few things, I'd like to see him put uh, some of the, you know, like the doors acts and things like that in. It kind of takes the pressure off, and I guess maybe that is a bit of a positive thing. Um, does it take the pressure off Morris? No, but does it take the pressure off the players? Yes. Um, but the thing is, is they want to sell season tickets. So we'll probably win this week. And two then, emails yeah. this week I've had. Two emails yeah. about season I, tickets. Yeah. That's two more so, than I've had. I've had a couple. Yeah, I've not yeah, had one. Yeah, they, they obviously don't want me back. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, been watching Fools Rush in. Um, I, think I'm at, I think I'm still on Rob Angus' bad books, aren't I? Rich, they've probably sent, they've probably sent it to your junk emails, mate, where the rest of the team should be. <laughs> but, I guess I guess the one thing is if he does play players that are a bit more fringe, I think we might see a better performance just because those players are hopefully going to have a point to prove. Um, especially, I don't know, I haven't really listened to it because I've actually got to stage on board of even listening to the pre-match conferences now. <laughs> but it's yeah, always the same. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if he's mentioned if he mentioned whether like the likes of Agua are going to play or anything like that. If you know. It, I just think you put players in like that, they're going to fucking work their art hour. We might actually get players playing for contracts. And I think, you know, I don't buy this kind of, we have, you know, the players that are on two years will be safe. They won't be safe because if they're shit, they'll be rid in the summer anyway. People will get rid of them. So mm-hmm. it's, um, I think that what we want to no, see is... No, we get is, really good players. 
Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, but the, we um, get statistically very good players. Statistically very good players. Statistically, I mean, whatever. Um, but the, um, yeah, so I guess the positive thing is, is can it get any worse? <laughs> <laughs> can, it, can it get any worse? I don't think so. But, um, it can. Yeah. Who was it said last week? It can. Who was it said last week? Woody says, Can it get any worse? Swindon Tower says, Hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Kieran. I'm looking forward to us beating Bradford on Tuesday night, though, because we know that. You know what? Again, that'll be the only win between now and then. That'll be the only win, yeah. It's Swindon when we're on the pitch with the old banter. (laughs) Kieran, when you come on, you normally come on with a smile and a bit of uh, youthful exuberance and positivity. Can you help me out at all here? The most exciting thing I've got in Swindon the last few weeks is a cheese grater. It's a circle and you can just twirl it round. You put the cheese in the bottom, you just twirl it round. That's great. Um, Football-wise, there's fucking nothing to be positive about. We are wank. (laughs) Like, you can't... Like this is the worst I've ever seen Swindon. I even enjoy I enjoyed the football more under John Sheridan because at least it was just like funny and like we're only getting relegated to League One. Like <laughs> if I knew it was gonna be this bad. Like I enjoy John Sheridan football more than I'm enjoying Jody Morris football, which says a lot. Jody Morris is a really short guy. He was lovely, but fuck me, I don't think he's <laughs> what's that what's one. I gotta do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> really I, I don't think guy. people understand how short he is. Like Ben is quite short, and he's shorter than Ben. Like Jack, my my thirteen-year-old Jack is the same height, if not slightly taller, than Jody Morris. Exactly. I don't. I think we should swap him with Ed Brand, and we'll start winning more games. Jody Morris just can't see above thirteenth in the old twelfth, wherever we are on the table. He just he can't see much higher. He needs Frank Lampard to lift him up over the fence at Derby. No, honestly, I don't think, like, since January, we've just been, ever since, we had the Austin coming back game, looked good, and then all of a sudden, we were just, (laughs) 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 we were just absolutely wank, so I don't know what it is, I don't, I I don't even, it's got to be, like, we've come in, since Jody Morris has come in, we've been a lot worse, (laughs) I don't know how, we've got worse than we already were because we weren't amazing and now we are at, like Crawley's level we're, like, we're, we're going to get turned over by Barrow tomorrow and I think that's a low point for a Swindon fan because I didn't even know what a Barrow was I thought it was a wheelbarrow <laughs> until like a year or two ago I didn't even yeah, know it was a place I just knew Carlisle is Barrow and I like there they're like the new Carlisle when Carlisle go up this year um, but I think if if we don't if we don't win another game between now and the end of the season, even if we beat Bradford, because they're just like we're, they're a team we just beat and do well against, because you know that's just yeah they think they're a big side and that they're not. Um, sorry, Liam, I love you. Um, well, fans <laughs> of if, uh, fans if Morris, of if Morris doesn't win, if Morris doesn't win at least three games before the end of the season, sack him. <laughs> Uh, well, fans of fools will be delighted because we to all know said, that on Monday's episode, we all said a better coach gets. We all said get a better coach gets more out of these players. Everyone wanted Lindsay out, and arguably Morris is a better coach. Okay, with a slightly worse squad, barring some experienced players. Um, I think if if he doesn't get if he doesn't win at least three more games, sack him because he's clearly not a better coach. And get Woody in. Um, fans of fools will be delighted to know that everyone's favourite closet Swindon fan Liam is on the show on Monday to preview Tuesday's game. That'll draw in the numbers for sure. Uh, before we move on, uh, got a comment from Andy on 
on Twitter. I don't listen to everything, but Low Strangers and Fools Rush In have a good take on STFC. They call things as they are, positive or negative, and I hope the club continues to keep them both at arm's length. Snot gobbing defo isn't for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, not uh, not every outlet. Every outlet has its own way of doing things. I think that's the fair way of saying it. And uh, yes, we, we're not, um, well, as we've said plenty of times, the club don't really talk to us at all. Every time we ask the club to talk to us, they say no. So that's why we get to be the way we are. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we, we will call it out. It's shit. And we will tell them why it's shit. And we will continue to tell them why it's shit until they do something about it. Because we know they listen, even if they don't want to talk to us. <laughs> uh, before we go anyway, Kieran's gone. Uh, which is a shame because Mike asked, uh, <laughs> sorry to go back to an earlier point, but how does Kieran's circular cheese grater work? We will find out, Mike. We'll get a video uh, for you. Does it have a little bucket at the bottom that catches the cheese? So you just grind it. I like will that. I will get Kieran to record how it works and we will post it on all our socials. Kieran's cheese grater. He'll be called up to the shopping channel soon, so I'm sure he'll <laughs> sell it all then. <laughs> Um, Phil has said some laughing emojis. We're glad that we're able to uh, offer you a little bit of entertainment this evening. So I hope you're well. And uh, where, where else have we got? Um, <laughs> Steve saying, um, S -S Big Theo Robinson. Could he be the answer? No. Um, and uh, what else have we got here? Sean, it's Lindsay that's going to turn out that keeps us up thinking about it it is Lindsay has got us the points um oh god and now the all we need is liam and mike dming each other uh that's gonna cause absolute <laughs> carnage um well let's uh let's let's get back to the game oh, must we? we yeah unfortunately we do we do gary and uh, i'm gonna come to you actually and say if, if ever there was an opportunity to put some smiles on Swindon fans' faces, how are we going to do it? What sort of where where are our areas of danger you think that we can cause them a problem? They can give away free and I'll give you a clue. Tickets. It's not Hutton. Oh no. They can give away free season tickets, that'd be nice. That'll get smiles and faces. Half price at the bar. Half price at the bar, yeah. yeah. Free free well, food. Free season tickets. Sounds like a fucking prison sentence. <laughs> <laughs> the state's paying, isn't it? Uh, no, I, I, I don't think there's going to be much smiles. I, I don't think we're winning tomorrow. I, I don't think we're going to. I think we'll lose 2 1 with the last minute. They'll beat us 2 1 last minute. The corner. We love a last minute conceded goal. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. It's going to happen. We're, we're not winning. Could so, right, before we, before we move on, could someone, anyone on this panel, Give me a positive, just something, please. Three one. Yeah, I, I, I've got, I've got one actually, go on, and this is going to completely go against what you just said there, and actually completely against what I said last week as well. When Hutton came on on Monday, he was actually fucking quality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When he got, when he got, when he to got set on, it, he that it, he was probably our best player when he I came on. The rest on. of the team were terrible anyway, so it wasn't difficult. Yeah, yeah. But by the way, Charlie Austin's uh, back. Potentially, that's, uh, that's that, that is a positive. Positive, well, maybe. maybe after his maybe. rest, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, Bru hopefully, uh, ho hopefully, Bruett gets uh, benched tomorrow because he's he seems to be a 
he, he seems Rusty. to have been our um, well, our, our bad luck really because we haven't won a game since he's been playing. Uh, AC says, good to have outlets like yours and LSP, straight talking town fans saying exactly how it is without trying to protect people at the club. Uh, thank you. We appreciate that. Um, that's that's very kind of you. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, if, if we're not doing a good job, you'll tell us. And if we're doing a good job, we'd like to think you tell us. So it works the other way. Uh, we're here to basically talk to each other about football and hopefully entertain someone. And uh, we're, we're trying our best. Uh, okay, well, let's look at the opposition then, Ben. Um, are they? Sh should we be over overly concerned about what they're going to do, or is it just going to be us that costs ourselves again? <clears throat> um, I think we just look after ourselves and play their own games. They've got a couple of good players. Um, they've got the lad whose name escapes me. He scored a hat trick on the weekend. They've got Ben Whitfield, probably one of the best midfielders in the league. Uh, they've kind of overachieved this season. They've got a really, really canny manager, uh, a really good manager. I like him. Um, so, you know, they, they, they've done quite well for themselves this season. Um, they've probably played above the sum of their parts, whilst we have not. Uh, but we've just got to look after ourselves. I think we've just got to concentrate on what we do. Um, I think, um, I think you know, with the scope for a couple of changes, I hope he doesn't make wholesale changes because releasing kids into this sort of, sort of tepid um, environment could do them more harm than good, to be fair. So like one or two, like Dorzak be on the bench and maybe come on rather than start. But I would like to see Dorzak involved more. I would like to see the introductions of Carlo coming off the bench, the odd start, but only one or two. Um, yeah, uh, I'd like to see Charlie start as well. Charlie Austin. Um, oh, fuck knows what happened on Monday, but, you know, we could have done with them on Monday. We might have actually scored a goal. Um but yeah, well, <laughs> we're just uh, saying no. <laughs> well, it's just saying look, we, we had a lot of the ball, um, we had a lot of possession, and we sat outside in and out around the box. Maybe we would have got he would have gotten the end of a cross, maybe because no one we else didn't have many crosses. The only crosses we had was when Hutton actually came on, to be fair. Lavinier we... Lavinier was great defensively, but he didn't really offer much going forward, to be quite honest with you. So that's an interesting one. So Lavinier, decent defensively, but didn't offer much attacking, which is unlike him, let's be fair. Mm, um, yeah. Hutton, Hutton, as we say, good at attacking, looking atrocious at defending. So really what we need is some sort of hybrid Hutton-Lavinier player. Yeah. They can just swap Literally. over. Once the opposition cross the halfway line, they can swap over. Okay. Um, apparently Lavinier can swap right over. <laughs> Lavinia can play on the wing anyway, so I don't think that's the worst idea. Midfield, according to Jody Morris. Yeah. I would quite like to see Blake Tracy play a left back. I think we Well, the, the one <laughs> thing I picked up from the uh from the pre-match is that uh, both Thomason and Blake Tracy both have uh, injuries again. I was listening to the thing. Blake Tracy should be all right. Thompson Tomlinson. He's hurt his toe. Of, yeah. Thomason's oh, touch and go. He may play, he may not, but he might do, depending how he wakes up in the morning. But Blake Tracy will play. <laughs> Depends on how he wakes up. You, on my you, side, you, no, you, I'm not playing. You're making him up, are you, Ben? But yeah, no, I'm just going what bloody mate he said, or Morris said on his. His... Morris, Morris said, oh, it just depends on how he feels. No, it's all right, then he'll probably get a game. Um, Joe, let me ask you, um, with regards to Tomlinson, 
we we all were of the opinion, and I think for the most part, he, he is a player with, uh, you know, some talent about him. That, I don't think that can be questioned. When you see his injury record, would you be, is there at least a part of you that would say it's not worth us signing him in the summer? Yeah, yep. We've already, we've already got a left back that never plays in the squad. We, yep. Well, actually, two if you count Ellis as well. Um, so you got you got Divine and Iandolo, two left backs there that can barely get on the pitch. We don't need another one. Very true. You know, don't get me wrong. He, he's a local lad, and you know he has got he's got a lot of a lot of talent and a, and a you know a lot of potential to be a good footballer. But if you're going to get 10, 15 games out of him a season, what's the point? No, it's very true. And then the other option uh, that we've got, obviously, for that position, as AC says here, FPT, been solid most of the time, but fuck me, was a liability against Mansfield, wasn't he? Running through treacle, he makes a lot of mistakes. And Woody, that's something you've said in the past. Uh, a lot of people would suggest that FPT would, is a very strong contender for player of the season, but he do, he is liable to mistakes. Yeah, I think, to be fair, when I think about it over the course of the season, I'd probably say that the back four that we have at the moment is a relegation back four. Um, if I'm really honest, I think, yeah, FBT puts his head on the line. I'm not going to take that away from him, but so did Zakawani. Um, and it's just kind of, I think, I agree. I, I think we just need to get FBT back out and left back, but we didn't recruit a centre back. So we, we kind of got no choice. Um, you know, I say the same about Tomlinson, really. I think as much of talent he has got, the one thing he's proven to me is that he can't defend. Um, so it's kind of, you know, it's it's difficult. But and, and like Joe was saying, if we're only going to get 10 games out of him, why are we paying probably quite high wages for somebody who we're only going to get 10 games out of a season? And it, it does, you know, it's not a nice thing to say, is it? Because like Joe said, he's a local lad. But um, yeah, with FBT, I, I still stand by it. I think that he he is liable to a lot of mistakes, but he goes kind of unnoticed because sometimes he makes up for those mistakes, whereas the others will make mistakes and then probably never make up for them. Um, so, um, yeah, I'd agree with that, actually, Sean. You know, there is that old age-old argument of whether a player is better when they're on loan as to when they actually sign, you know, the curse of the contract type thing. Um, but, yeah, I would agree. He was, be he was better pre-injury, basically. He was, you know, but I, I do think that... Um, his 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 marking's pretty poor for a defender. Um, he does lose his concentration sometimes. He's not particularly great at carrying the ball forward. Um, so I I just think that maybe he's the better of not a great defence. Um, on that note, Gary, if I was to flip it, hoping, uh, and it is hope more than expectation, is defending like proper defending as we would see it a lost art. Well, it is in Swindon squad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it is any other, anywhere else. I still think you need a centre-back that can go in the wind headers and just smash it into Rose Ed. I'd rather have one of those than two players who walk out with the ball and then lose it on the halfway line and get, get done. Um, put, give me two centre-backs to just clear the ball. I don't need wing-backs, need bomb forward. They can sit as far as I'm concerned. They have four midfielders who want to do the rest. We wants to come in. Sorry, I've got a quick question. It's very much related to that. Bear in mind, we just spoke about traditional defenders. One defender I think we have really missed this season is Dion Conroy. 
and he isn't a traditional defender. Mm. <laughs> He's just a good, solid defender. Yeah, I genuinely think we really have missed him this season. I know he hasn't really played that much either, but I think I think even me when I've criticised him, I'd sit back and go, "Fuck me, how much would I love to have Conroy back right now?" Um, but yeah, sorry, Gary. I was just it was just because yeah. it was very related to that kind of traditional defender comment. Yeah. Probably, in my opinion, the defender we've missed the most recently was was not a traditional defender. Good point. Uh, Rob has tweeted in again. FBT uh, much better at left back, and uh, this is an interesting one uh, actually. That's that's just come through, which I'll uh, I'll flash up on the screen from the YouTube chat. Um, has the standard of medical care dropped this season with the physio being off on maternity? Or has it now got to the stage where players don't want to play through the pain barrier? Certainly an interesting question. I, I, I couldn't possibly suggest either way. Ali has only been off on maternity leave recently. She, yeah, she hasn't been mean, off. Yeah. It's only been a few yeah. weeks. And she's still been so, in contact with them as well. Exactly. So it's not like she... And she did that during when she had her first child as well. Um, she, she was still... I think she had a baby and then she was pretty she much straight the mix. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's not like she's had much time off. So, yeah. So, I think, you're, I, I think if, you go, if you go back through through seasons in the past, you'll find that when you have a successful season, players want to play football, whether they're injured or not. Yeah. When the team's struggling like we are at the moment, players aren't quite so keen because fans are getting on their backs and things like that. Generally, if you go back through the seasons when we've been relegated or when we've struggled, we've used 40-odd players because players yeah. have injuries, don't want to risk injuries, whatever. He was having injections last year. Exactly. So exactly. And then like, like last season, I'm sure at one point we had four or five players carrying injuries, but they were, they were determined to play because the team mm. was doing well and the fans were backing them and, and all this. So, yeah, I think it's... Um, I don't know what the right word. I don't want to sort of sound like I'm being... A bit of a twat, but I think yeah, a bit of a mentality thing. You know, when the when the club's on the crest of a wave, you want to be involved. They're the same as fans. The fans want to go to a, you know, you want to go to Tramir away because we're flying, but because we're shit, you're thinking, oh, I ain't going Tramir away. And, yeah, you know, there's an element of that with the players. I think makes perfect sense. Um, before we go through predictions and stuff for tomorrow, um, because it's a, a kind of lighter show. Um, I have provi- I have gone on to the ever-reliable uh, Swindon-Town-FC website uh, to get a list of players who have represented both clubs. Now, I know we, we usually do this when we have an opposition fan on as well, but I just want to read a few out to you. And obviously, we know Hutton would be on there, and we know that um, Wakeling's on there as well. But there's a couple of other recognisable names. Holly Banks, yeah. Only Banks was there. Um, oh, well, I was going to start with uh, uh, Jack Barfram. Oh, wow. Is he there? The right back. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow. That's a blast shit. in the past. I think yeah, that was his hometown. That was under Mark, Mark, Mark Cooper, that was, wasn't it? Yeah, Mark yeah. Cooper. Mark Cooper's yeah. season. Yeah, yeah Jack Barfram was a squad player. Little right back, wasn't he? Nathan Burns. Yeah. yeah, he was never uh, getting in front of Mark uh, uh, in front of Nathan Byrne. No, no, of course not. Also on the list, 
uh, is Andy Nico Nicholas. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> he scored against Barnet once, didn't he? That's about it. Um, I One hell of a throw on him. Yeah, I, like yes. Nico. I, I like Nico. He's a good player. I like he Nico. Him. Didn't, he, didn't he play in the Legends game at Supermarine? Yeah, I think he did. Rich, Rich, when we went is to that, watch, the one that Ivan Graham that... was in, and, and um, Andy Nicholas. I swear he was having a chat, wasn't he, with um, Matty Taylor? Oh, yes, that. he was. Yeah, he was. Scous- yeah. He's Scouser, isn't he? He's yeah, Scouser, that's it. Yeah, yeah, Scouser. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there, yeah. Yeah, Ledge. <laughs> uh, speaking <laughs> of Ledge, also on the list, Matty Haywood. Matt Hayward played yeah. for him. Yeah. Right. Wow. I did not know that. Was that was solid, like he was like 46. Defender. 46 when Barrow were in non-league. Probably not. <laughs> no, probably when he was a youngster on loan, wasn't it? I'd have thought. Uh, also on the list, one Mr. Brad Barry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Was that after up. us? No, it was Chesterfield after us, wasn't he? Yeah, I think it was uh, the one after Chesterfield. I think he got them. I think he helped them get promoted. Yeah, uh, he, he's he's the one. He's so, yeah, the one was... investor relative that got a game because supposedly, allegedly, so don't get sued. Um, got a game <laughs> because um, a, a member of the family has put money in the club um, that actually wasn't god awful. Um, he was pretty bad, but he actually, you know, <laughs> he, 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 he could play it right back, um, but it wasn't that good. And for those of slightly more advancing years, other recognisable names include uh, Mark Seagraves. Uh, Mark Seagraves, like Tim, good defender, proper defender. Good player. Steve Finney. Oh, oh, oh. Rest in peace. God bless you, Steve Finney. Absolutely. Uh, who else? Any any other sort of jump-out names that I'm seeing here? Not really. Wakeland, Wakeland played for them two seasons. Hutland, Wakeland. It's the Hutton Wakeland uh, oh. derby. And uh, Andy Much as well. We'll, we'll throw uh, Andy Much. Andy, Andy Much wow. was the first player that I got my name on the back of my shirt. Funny story about that. Um, we're swindling the Premier League. Oh, we have to hear it. We have to home at Chelsea, and our, our little 13, 14 year old Ben's got 25 much on the back of his shirt. And some of the Chelsea fans walking out the ground, they're just beating us 3 1, were absolutely giving me loads of shit because fucking, I had Andy Much on the back of my shirt. They're like Nigel Shipley and stuff like that. They weren't much better. <laughs> Those are Chelsea fans giving me grief because I had Andy Much on the back. But I liked Andy Much. He was a good player. Better player right, Ben, it was a really funny story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you told me. Just, just, wait, just waiting for that punchline. Yeah, sorry. It was a bit Sorry, Ben. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I joke with you, Ben, of course. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just drunk. Let's just, um, go, let's just go back to the food talk. <laughs> food talk. Um, right, let's do predictions then Good. for tomorrow. Uh, I'll start in the bottom corner as I'm looking at it. So, Joe? Um, Barrow are going to be up for this because they've still got a slim chance of playoffs. So, I can only see a defeat 2-1, I think. Okay. Uh, Rich? Well, if they've still got a chance of playoffs, I'm going to say we're going to win one now. But I don't <laughs> think we will. I think it'll be one all. I think we. I think we'll stop them from getting three points. Okay, uh, Gary. Yeah, I'm sticking my two-one with a 95th minute winner for Barry. <laughs> ben, two-one, the mighty swing. Um, obviously, we'll turn up because 
they have to win and we'll shit house them. Um, 2 1 swing. Would he? We're going to lose. Oh. 2 1. Nice and positive end. Love it. Love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's the let's... first thing. I think that's the first time I've actually predicted we're going to lose as well. Let's go slightly wider with our with our preview now. Um, we joked many weeks ago about the need for the, the mythical eight points. And I think since we joked about it, we've lost four games in a row. Um, so here you go, boys. There's our remaining fixtures. Uh, ben, how many points do you realistically see us right, getting? Realistically, from... Right. Well, I said we'll beat Barrow, so I can't change on that. So that's three. We'll get absolutely fucking dicked by Bradford. And I said that could be five or six. So that would be zero. Oh, um, I think we'll draw 1-1 one, one at Wimbledon. So that's four. I think we'll lose to Stevenage. So it stays on four. I think we can sneak a 1-0 at Crewe. Uh, so four turns to seven and ten. Because I think we'll be Crawley. God, I'm so positive. Ten, ten points. points. Ten points. Where's that ha, come ha, from? Ha, that's ridiculous. Ben, how many points have we got since um, since before Carlisle when we were doing our predictions for the rest of the season? None? <laughs> well, I've, I've said I don't, I don't actually know. I'm just I'm curious. I know we haven't won since. Oh, the, the Carlisle one. I said we'll like we'll finish with like seventy-seven points or something like that. So that's <laughs> fucking not happening, is it? So I'm clearly going to be wrong here. But um, yeah, I've just worked out. I was okay, 10. so so you've given us ten points on I'm the last us six ten, games. Unbelievably, ten points. Unbelievably, fucking. Gary, no you're next. Can you can you give us an equally positive ten point end to the season? I can't see getting more than five. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 not. I, I think we get a draw at Crew. We might beat Crawley at home and maybe a draw at Wimbledon. I think everyone else beats us. Okay. So we've got a 10 and a 5. Uh, Rich, where are you plotting yourself on that map? Well, considering we've only had, uh, we've only won three points since the 4th of March. That's <laughs> shocking. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I know I'll get great for 10 points. That's almost a month and a half now. Um... Come on, Rich. Unless, give us some unless, unless something drastically happens tomorrow, I can't We're see it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm with Gary. I, th- I, I can't see us getting more than six points pushing it because I think we've got to get a win. We've got to. Otherwise, Morris is gone. Um, okay. uh, yeah, I, I don't know who they're going to be against. Uh, I'm hoping it'll like. Yeah, I don't know who it's going to be against. I'm just hoping six points minimum. Really hope. Um, Woody, can you understand why there are some fans saying they can't see us winning a game for the rest of the season? Miserable bastards. Um, <laughs> the answer is yes, Woody. <laughs> uh, yes, I can. Can you put the fixtures up again? I can indeed. And then, Joe, could you kind of, I'm going to need your help here. Could you lead slightly there? And just nod your head if right. So I think we're going to lose to Barrow. Bradford, we've got something to play for. Yep. Yep. So we'll yep. win that. Play That's three points. Wimbledon haven't got anything to play for. Nope. nope. So we'll lose that. Three points. <laughs> Stevenage have. So that's six. Crew haven't. So that's still six. And Crawley have. So that's nine. We're getting nine points. 
Woody's gone for nine. Barrow for tomorrow. Yeah, but I've already predicted Barrow to lose against Barrow, so uh, I don't want to go back on that. Oh, right, Joe. So to go clarify, 12. we've got we've got a ten, a five, a six, a nine. Where are you going? Well, just I, when Woody was running down his there, I came. I ended up with seven. So I think seven absolute maximum. Seven maximum. So out of possible eighteen, only one person is suggesting that we might get 50% of the points available. <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry, two, because Woody said nine. Uh, two out of the five of you are saying we might get 50% of the points available to us between now and the end of the season. Um, more worryingly for, for, for me is uh, three. No, uh, yeah, three of you have said that we're not even going to get the eight points, so we're on course for a possible worst ever uh, points tally yeah. in the football league. In wow! The of Swindon Town since 1879. Because 1879, we've been around. Sean's given seven points as well. I think we win at Wimbledon uh, with the big support there. Uh, Are we Mike... bringing a big support? I wonder. I don't know if we're going to bring as many as we. Mike Dixon. Only way we're getting three oh. points is if the coach driver gets caught speeding. Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs> Isn't it six points now? And uh, it may well be, yeah. And uh, we, we knew someone would fact check it for you. Uh, two points since Carlisle Rich from the remaining. Yeah, yeah, I knew, I, knew, I, I counted the Leighton Orient one to be fair, but yeah, no, you're right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there we go. So, uh, slightly more optimistic if, you, if you're looking at it from uh, Ben and Woody's perspective, there's a, there's a positive to, to make people happy. I'm a drinking um, gin. But, but yeah, Ben is drinking. So so there we go. Um, before we move on, does anyone have anything else they want to add about tomorrow's game specifically? Don't be shit. Just don't be shit. Don't they will a, be it's shit. a simple message. I'm travelling all the way down from Stratford Pornhaven with my son. It's like a Freddy Daddy day. We get my dog. We're gonna have a lovely day. Please don't make me be angry. Don't you do that every game? I know. No, Jack's not coming. Jack, Jack, Jack's uh, oh, Jack's had enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jack's had enough. He's a sensible one. <laughs> Jack, Jack's talking about going to Wem Wembley with Millwall. <laughs> He's like, all right. <laughs> Lovely. Well, mm, least said about that, the better, Jack, is what I'm going to say. Uh, let's move on then. And uh, Woody, Rich, let's preview the women's game if we can uh, this weekend. It's the. Uh, Last chance to see Swindon Town women play in Swindon this season. They're at Foundation Park. I believe they've also been advertised as appearing on the pre-match TSTBL Twitter space uh, to sort of promote the game on Sunday. They'll be at the county ground tomorrow. Um, and uh, if all goes to plan, Rich, it may uh, there may be a little fool's rush in surprise at the game at Foundation Park as well, courtesy of uh, young Nicholas. Yeah, so Nick hasn't told me fuck all about it, by the way. So he hasn't I, told I, anyone. He hasn't told anyone, so I have I have no idea what I'm in for here. And uh, yeah, it, it could be I have one look at it and I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking back in my car. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I really don't know what to expect at all. Uh, but it's definitely something that Nick has put a lot of work into. Uh, he has. So uh, I, I really hope 
uh, it'll be received well and recepted really well. I'm sure it will be. Um, in terms of the game itself, um, yeah, I think with everything that's gone on with the with the women's team over the last two weeks or so, you know, I think it's obviously a little bit. I th- I don't think the girls have taken it too badly. I think they're just getting on with it. It seems. Uh, Woody, Woody would probably know a bit. Yeah, Woody would probably know a bit more about that than me. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think you know. I think it'd be. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a game that they should probably be winning. Porter said, "Having, uh, I think they're about ninth or tenth, aren't they, Woody?" So yeah, I think I. I I'd like to think that the the women's team is going to finish on uh, a strong point, um, and you know, I, personally for me, I th- and I, I've said this already. I th- I think they have uh, overachieved this season. Um, uh, they they've had some blinding results. I th- I still remember that Bournemouth game at Foundation Park, um, and I know Joe and Craig will remember the one against uh, Larkle, uh, the two one. Um, you know, and so if they can get another cracking game like that on Sunday, I think uh, whoever's going to be there, I think they're in for a treat. Yeah, we, we really do hope. We've been very, very lucky and very fortunate to um, have a number of the Swindon women's players feature this season. Um, for this, um, for uh, the season that they've had and the engagement with the sports, not just through us, but through other podcasts and just through what you hear about uh, the reception they're getting in public as well. We we really do hope that they get a decent crowd at Foundation Park. And uh, anyone who does turn up, again, as Rich said, Nick hasn't told us exactly what he's got planned. So uh, whatever it is, if anyone can grab some pictures for us, uh, we would love to. Uh, we would love uh, different different people's perspectives on it. That is for sure. Uh, Woody, tell us if you can a, a little bit more about what people might be able to expect from the game. Um, yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, as Rich said, I think it should really be a Swindon win. I was just trying to find where how Portshead have gone this season. Also, I know they're down the bottom end of the table. Um, you know, but they have won six, and I, I, I seem to think that one of those was quite a shock result. And I'm trying to remember which one it was. Was that um, against Moneyfields? No. No, um, no, I can't find it. They've played too many games, bastards. Um, but the um, yeah, so I mean, Swindon beat them three one earlier in the season. Um, so yeah, I mean, Porter's head, to be fair, came up from what is now Bassett's division. So you know, they they probably were expected to have a struggle. I think they did last season still in the National League, but um. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a response to last week's uh, last week's game as well. Um, from what I mean, I don't really know have any further intel apart from the fact that I think you know the, the dust has kind of settled now around all of the all of all of last week's news and um, you know uh, the the players, as Rich said, just just getting on with it. To be fair, you know I've seen <clears throat> some of the photos from training, etc. Still look um, uh, like. Like there's a you know some positivity going on in there. So and obviously as we've said and as I've said many times, we're still a fan. So you know we want them to do well. Um, and we uh, the I mean the only thing I've said apparently the devs are playing this weekend. I don't know who's managing them. Um, that, that's an interesting one. Whether I don't know whether Key or and Ellie are stepping up from the under 18s to to manage them. But the um, yeah, so that they're back in action this weekend. I think the club have advertised that as well. So. Um, 
yeah, it's uh, you know, it it would be it would be good to get a crowd. Obviously, I won't be there, but it would be good to get a crowd um, down to Foundation Park again because I I do think that I think Christians actually said it a few times that you know Foundation Park is a good opportunity for the women to make that their home. Like, yes, okay, we want the good games at the county ground every now and then, but you know, Foundation Park's a really lovely facility, and if they can build something on that and make that kind of the home turf, that would be that'd be brilliant. That'd be really good. And uh, they've got a tough couple of fixtures coming up after Portishead. They've got Cardiff and Exeter, so you know, two real tough fixtures coming up with both teams. I believe we'll still have something to play for. So, um, yeah, it's uh, you know a really good opportunity to maybe go in the next couple of weeks and upset upset the titles. I was um, just uh, sorry, for, uh, sorry, five years. Just going to say, just going back to the point of the uh, results that Portishead have had. They beat Celsi back to back, home and away, and they also beat Exeter in the uh, FA Cup. They won two 0 there. That's the only real shock results that I can. See, I think extra. That's quite that. That's that's quite a big result, though, isn't it? Yeah, was it Exeter? Was it? Did you yeah, say? it was Exeter. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I know, it's all right, Woody. I was going to say, I know we spoke at length last week about the the situation and news that was breaking, and like you say, the dust seems to have settled on it now. Um, when we see comments like this, which, in my opinion, for for a large group of the supporters who are still immersing themselves and, and learning the way of women's football, you can kind of understand and appreciate why that would be. We we just hope that it's these sorts of comments aren't what detract people from going to watch. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, we've got to remember that fundamentally it's the players that we're going to watch, you know, what goes on behind the scenes and all of that kind of stuff. Like, it's the same with the men's, if you think about it. Like, well, but as you know, it's not the same with the men. That's a really bad example because I don't really give a shit about their players. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, you know, at the end of the day, we've got players like Bowd, like Ree, like players that are really loyal to Swindon who still need the support, who still want the support. Um, it's, yeah, I think, um, you know, and, and it's quite an interesting comment from Royston in the in the chats there as well about um, me doing That's the right. Chilton X act, yeah. Um, which I'm sure you lads know me well is probably the far from what I actually am. Um, but the um, it's, I don't think it was a, I don't know. Is it a PR stunt? I, d- I really don't know. I would love to potentially get whoever made the decisions onto our show to come and explain explain the decisions why it couldn't wait until the end of the season. Um, you know, you know that I, involves club officials talking to us, and they exactly, don't like to do you that. Know, um, you know, I I was. <laughs> It, it does make me think, you know, that, you know, from a personal point of view, if I hadn't left, had I, would I have got the chop, you know, kind of thing? It does make you think that. Um, of course it does, but obviously I left. So it's um, the, I just, um, I just hope it doesn't bite him in the ass more than anything, um, you know, because we can't deny that whether Lally, KP, Ethan, whatever is your cup of tea, it's been a pretty good season for the women. Um, so, you know, it's been one of their best seasons, you know, in terms of in, in on recent out, history. On and so, off the pitch as well. Yeah, yeah. So I just I just feel like I don't necessarily say that them going was necessarily the wrong move. It was just the timing of it all, I think, was really bad. And the fact that they appointed so quickly suggests, you know, Rich and I would know. In fact, everybody would know. Nobody's oblivious. But Rich and I would definitely know that 
that that means that conversation's been going on for a long time with Mike Cook, you know, and uh, you know, so it's not something that they've just rung him up the week before. That's been going on, and I don't know as as somebody who equally gives a lot of their time to the game, I would hate that to have happened to me, you know. Even when so, I I have been sacked as a volunteer before from from Oxford City. I got sacked from as a volunteer, but I was even then I was still given to the end of the season. You know, I was told that I wouldn't be needed at the end of the season. And that's, you know, I took that fair enough. And it worked out well because I took half a squad with me to Abingdon and then look what happened there. So, um, but it's, um, you know, so it's, yeah, I just, I just, they need to pull, they need to pull out of it um, because I think that will put a bit of a dark shadow over for, for the rest of the season. Um, you know, and if, 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 if it works out, then it works out. It's the right decision. I'm not saying that they, necessarily had to have somebody in, with women's football as, as AC said there I just think it helps because I think that it's not a different game but it's a different mentality it's a different way of approaching things you know women's football is still you're, you're playing two games you're playing a catch-up game with you know trying to make people want to go watch women's football as well as developing that group of players you've got there and I think if people know the area Wiltshire is a really, really hard pl- place to develop players um, in terms of because Swindon are the biggest team in here. We don't have the Bristol Cities. We don't have the Reddins, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So sometimes we are kind of just developing w- within the county um, unless we're appealing to the outside. So, um, yeah, so, you know, hopefully it's um, the, the right thing. Um We'll wait and see. Uh, you know, I I still wish them the best um, from from a selfish perspective as well. So, uh, but yeah, so it, 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 I don't think it helps. Any PR, any bad PR, never helps any situation. So, um, you know, I I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily know what the fans' relationship with the previous management was. Um, will people hold that against them? Probably not. The same way that if we lost our favourite manager in the men's team, it doesn't mean that people aren't going to go back next week. Of course. Uh, Listen, so... like, foot, 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 football's always a gamble at the end of the day, and obviously, whatever the at the top of Swindon Town, because I'm assuming this was Rob, Clement, whoever else, uh, Zav, Austin, maybe, that's made this decision, like, you know, and uh, I, I don't think they're ones to talk about, because I've never seen them at, well, apart from the games at the county ground, I've never seen them at a uh, uh, women's game at Fairford. I don't know if you have, Woody. So no, um, I know, I know, I know. Clem was at Seaward, but that was only because he was in London. That was, yeah, that was right. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think they're ones to talk about women's football. So I think obviously the fact that they've done this proves, I think, a lack of judgment, a lack of. Um, you know, the bigger picture, not not the bigger picture, because I think the bigger picture is that they want them obviously in the higher league and they think, oh, by getting a UEFA pro or UEFA A licensed coach is the way of getting them there. So, you know, <sighs> but it's a gamble at the end of the day. And if that's the gamble that they want to take by paying a UEFA pro licensed coach to maybe or maybe not get them to uh, tier three, I think, it's all about contacts in the women's game. And if you've got that contact base of getting some of the best players in tier three and tier four into your team and getting you promoted from tier four up to tier three, I think your job's a goldmine and you're going to get that team promoted. 
And Woody will know uh, so much about that because he did that with Abingdon. You know, uh, like he said, he took half his squad from Oxford City with him to Abingdon and got them promoted back to back to back. You know, so it's all about who you know in the women's game. And does, um, uh, what's the name of the new manager? Is it Andy Cook or something Cook? Mike. Mike, Mike Cook. Mike Cook, that Mike Cook. You know, um, obviously they talk about him having the uh, academy, uh, the non-existent 12 to 16 academy women's team. Um, it'd be interesting to see what contacts he has in the game because I think in that that part, I think he might struggle. Okay, but again, uh, just to... I'd, I'd, also, I'd also like to congratulate Royston for his really, like, shit commentary tonight, by the way. Yeah, um, he's, he's to... popped on. Normally, he engages with Christian for five minutes, and, and it's pleasant. Uh, it seems to be um, it seems to be unleashing a bit of frustration tonight, which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, he doesn't like women's football, but loves Coronation Street. Um, but uh, <laughs> one, one last time, uh, Swindon Town Women at Foundation Park on Sunday, 2 o'clock kickoff. Um, if you can get down to support the ladies, please do. Uh, They've said themselves times on on this uh, on Falls Rushin how much they appreciate the support. Uh, so it'd be great to uh, give them a good send off on the last game in Swindon. There is one further fixture in Fairford, of course, uh, still to come. Uh, but last one in Swindon for this season. Be great to have a a decent crowd there to support them, and of course to see what Nick's big surprise is. Uh, let's move on to the parish notices. Uh, just sort of any other business Swindon Town related. And before I highlight some of the things on the ticker, um, I want to go into the comments briefly, if I can. And uh, Joe, I'll start with you, if you like. Um, the name, I think, uh, was Rich, sort of five minutes ago, mentioned Zav. And uh, AC said, talking to Zav, just under two years ago, the question was asked if Zav has and will pass a fit and proper person's test. Two years on, we still don't know. Is he still at the club? Uh, what's your thoughts on this one? Because he is a name who a lot of people would, you know, people will recognise the name but wouldn't have a clue who he was if he passed him in the street. Uh, but uh, seems to cause a lot of controversy whenever his name is mentioned. You're muted, Joe. There's always, there's always one. Always one. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, interestingly at the moment. If you look on the website, he's not listed under uh, club staff or directors or anything. So there's maybe something going on there with him. Um, it's it's always been a bit of a strange one, I think, in my my opinion. Uh, quite what's going on there. Um, but who knows? I guess things will come out. Things will come out in the in the wash in a couple of months' time over the summer, perhaps. What's uh, what's really happening? But yeah, I did think it was interesting. I was just taking a quick look through the website the other day and uh, the only jet, uh, sort of senior management that was listed was was uh, was Clem Morfuni as the owner. So I found that interesting. Uh, Gary, what's your thoughts uh, whenever the name Zav Austin comes up? I'm almost like non-perplexed because I don't know what or who he does. You heard this, this Karachi sort of... Um, thing that he set up and this take, taking players on and scouting and stuff over there or whatever that was about which we never got to the bottom of um but apart from that no idea what 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 is he who is he and what does he do 
of the club. He's one of those sort of anomalies, isn't he? Absolutely. And, and it is one of those ones that, as I say, keeps coming up in AC's comment about as transparent as a fucking concrete block. It, and on situations like this, it's true because there are questions. Um, and, uh, well, I, I think it's it's right to be answered. Uh, ben, a- anything you want to add on that one specifically? Oh, Zav's a sort of mystery man, really. He came on at the start of the uh, season on the Sports Club panel, asked a few questions about him. He promoted... Um, the Pakistan project, and he's disappeared off the face of the earth. I don't know what he's brought to the club. I don't know what else he's doing. I think the Pakistan project is a bit far-fetched, seeing that we're, you know, they're not going to get uh, any sort of work permit in the country anyway. If we do find this valuable player, I, I just don't get it. Um, and I didn't really, really get him. And him not being around really makes no difference whatsoever. Um but yeah, he's disappeared. So obviously, he failed to test because he's not noted anywhere. Um, the club's not made a mistake, made a statement, which is a bit of poor showing on them. Um, I think. But, but has he disappeared? This the thing. Has he disappeared, or is he just sitting in the background somewhere? And well, he's not. He's, not he's, he's all of a sudden he's disappeared off the website. Yeah, um, but... he's not listed anywhere. So he's he's been taken off. So obviously, something's happened. Again, it's a question for Rob or Clem, but um, yeah, they need to practice their transparency that they promised because <laughs> they're keeping very quiet at the minute. I'd love a statement from them at something or at some point of what we're Absolutely. going on. It's just need, fans need something. And the infamous corner flag photo. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, on the other parish notices, Rich, you mentioned it earlier. So let's bring you in on this one. Uh, Anton Dwarzak signed his first professional contract. Yeah, no, I think it's. Uh, I think we've seen Dwarzak play a few games this season. Obviously, I think uh, Joe, you saw him play a few times in preseason, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him. A few friendlies and a few uh, youth team. I've actually been down to a couple of the youth team games. And, yeah, uh, this this lad, he look he looks a real player. He looks a real talent. Yeah, I think I think definitely when he when he came on against Barrow as well in the um, in the away fixture around Christmas time, I, I I thought when he came on, I thought he was absolutely exceptional. So he you know, Adeloy, think, didn't he? I think he, he did. Yeah, yeah, he he almost assisted Adeloy. Um So you know, I think yeah, he he could be a, a real talent for the future, and hopefully we can you know keep our keep our tabs on him, uh, like what we're doing with Minton. Uh, I still think Minton should be getting more games at the moment, um, especially instead of Brewett. Mm. But I think also, um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think it's positive and uh, hopefully he can get some game time between now and the end of the season so we can really see what he's really like and whether or not he might even fit into the plans for next season. The, in- it, the interesting thing for me is they've straight away given him a two-year contract. Yeah, and that I think that shows how much the club think of him. Mostly, most of or these they think he's going somewhere. Well, yeah, I mean it's going to put value on him for sure. Anyway, with a two-year contract, um, mm. but most of these lads only get a one-year prof- first-year professional deal, and they've given they've given Anton a, a two-year deal straight away. So he's obviously highly rated at the club, and perhaps has got other teams looking at him already. Um, I honestly thought he already signed his first professional contract last summer, um, but obviously not. So yeah, kudos to him. Two-year deal. Right. I want to, I want to, I want to big up uh, former midfielder Danny Rose here because I was talking to him uh, whenever he was the end of Wellens, wasn't it? Mm. So we're talking three, three years ago, 
And he said he said to me then, there's a 14-year-old lad called Anton Dworzak who's going to be a quality player. So, wow. Um, yeah, big up Danny Rose there for a bit of uh, early <laughs> scouting. <laughs> uh, Woody, uh, penultimate topic, uh, topic under this bracket. Um, we have to say congratulations to the Community Foundation for their nomination in the EFL Awards. Yeah, hundred percent. Again, uh, they've they, you know I can't remember which award it was last year, but they were in awards last year when it was a project of the year. I think it, it was, was a, last yeah, year. project, yeah, project. Um, you know, it, I saw I saw a quote, and I think it might have been CK. The club are really lucky to have the foundation. I think is probably the best way to put it. You know, the the stuff that they do. Obviously, they provide a girls' academy according to the club. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. The, um, <laughs> but the um, um, no, no, genuinely, you know that you know that's credit to all the people in there. And you know, you look at when you look at roles in football, it they aren't they aren't the best paid in terms of that. Uh, but you never really see too much of a turnover of staff in 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 the foundation in terms. Of, yeah, you see a couple of people leave here and there, which just goes to show how passionate. They are because most of those could probably go get a you know a decent a coaching job elsewhere you know and uh, you know and that's that's testament to what they're doing. Um, obviously, Nigel Eady plays a massive part in that because you know they wouldn't be able to do most of it without without that. And um, mm-hmm. it just seems they do have a nice bit of a clever business model as well to be able to keep funding things like this. And uh, yeah, you know it's fantastic. The work they do is great, as you guys know. My Arlo's in there. Um, you know, he's only in the foundation centres, but small things like that are just, you know, they're they're brilliant. So, you know, absolute credit where it's due. I hope, you know, they come out with something on it because it would be nice to have some good news <laughs> this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and and like I say, they're, they're doing it the right way. I know a lot of clubs are doing it now, but keeping it a separate from the club as well. So it's their own money part. It's their own, you know, their own business model. They're just like a trading arm, if you like. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's fantastic, and I think the whole town should be proud of that, regardless if you like football or not. And the whole town should be, you know, thankful to the likes of Nigel Eady for putting that has put Swindon on the map in terms of mm-hmm. the football football map. So um, just because of the work those guys do, but those guys are coming up with the ideas as well. Let's you know, let's not take away credit from them. So um, let's just hope they keep it going, um, and let's hope that. It's the, the the whole setup just doesn't die down. Um, and the last thing for this particular topic tonight, uh, we've we're always happy to promote stuff as as we've said all along, and uh, whether it's from one of our own or from fellow fans doing stuff. In this occasion, uh, he was on earlier tonight, so it'd be wrong of me not to to flash it up. But we mentioned previously that that Kieran has embarked on a. On a musical adventure, uh, he's releasing his own music now. Uh, and as of today, his second single, Me and You Equals Home, uh, is available on Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Uh, I'm sure he would be very, very grateful if uh, you'd give it a listen, a like, a, a I feel, buy, etc. I feel like that needs... I feel like that needs like a soccer AM. It's available in all good record stores <laughs> and some bad ones. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> But no, we're we're very uh, we're very proud for Kieran giving something a go, and um, we'll continue to to promote where it is. And and if he has uh, at some point, we'll ask him to you know maybe provide some snippets of royalty free music so we could actually play it for you. 
Uh, but uh, that, that's one for the future, along with a video of his cheese grater, of course. Um, now, gentlemen, for the main event of the evening, something you've had very little information on, but something most of you have worked very hard on. Um, I, ha I have, I'll be honest, uh, and I don't mind admitting this, uh, and, and I think it was Kieran's just earlier. Uh, there's a reason that I'm single. And uh, because I am single, I have plenty of time uh, alone uh, in my house, not doing much. So over Easter, I um, yeah, play that little violin for me, would you? Uh, over Easter, I don't know why, but I started watching uh, clips from the YouTubers, the Sidemen, uh, the likes of KSI and crew, uh, for those who who aren't quite as familiar. I'll be honest, they're quite entertaining. I've watched a shitload of them over the last week or so. Um, and it gave me inspiration for this week's game. It's not a quiz. Uh, it's not a, It's not anything like that, the guys will be glad to know. Um, they. There was one particular... Uh, good to see we're all still talking about football, says Kieran, indeed. Um, I, they did... Uh, one particular video I watched was they were given £11,000 each to go and buy presents for each other. And then half of them didn't get very good reactions. So it got me thinking, could the fools buy their fellow fools gifts and get a good reaction? And who, who would do it really well and who not so well? So uh, big, big thanks to, uh, to Sarah. She was given no information at all. And uh, she helped me randomly allocate people uh, who they were buying for and their budget uh, virtual money of either 10, 50, or 100 pounds. So I thought 11 grand was just too easy for you boys. Um, so everyone was asked. Uh, so, to, so to clarify, uh, Nick was uh, Nick was allocated me, and he was allowed to spend a maximum of a tenner. Craig was given Gary and was given a budget of 100 pounds. Uh, Joe had a tenner to spend on Rich. Woody had 50 quid to spend on Nick. Rich got a tenner for Wazza. Ned was given £100 for Woody. Uh, Warren had 50 quid for Ben. Gary got a tenner for Ned. Ben, £100 for Mark. Kieran got £50 for Craig. Mark had £100 for Joe. And I was given just a tenner to get Kieran a gift. And I'm pleased to say... What's the game, um, boy? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be telling us all the answers. No, no, no. The game is, is who, we got, we got, who got the best reaction gift. Not who got who. Who gets the best? Who, who do we feel did the best with the money they had available? That's what it is. Put the, put the pictures up and we can at least guess who it's for then. Hmm. That's fine. Uh, yeah, the ones that are, the ones that have sent me pictures, they're loaded up and ready. And those that haven't, I've got the uh, the texts ready as well. Oh, hang on. We've to got... Fair, uh... I had to pay a paper bag charge. Oh, hello. <laughs> back Kieran's back. back. We promote his music. He comes back on. Look. <laughs> <clears throat> I said it because I heard... I was watching. I saw about the game. And I just got back. So I was like, oh, I need to be here for this. <laughs> okay. Uh, so um, I will start with the, uh, the picture rounds. And uh, I mean, it, because of how they're done, it will give it away who some of them are. Uh, but this is this is uh, Gary's gift. Um, he's been taken to Salford 
to do a tour of the BBC studios where they film the one show. Going to get his picture taken with Alex on the sofa, and he'd definitely be a better presenter than Genus. Yes. And then I got a follow-up to say that tour's only worth about twelve ninety-nine. So the rest Ooh. of the budget, he'd be taken out on the piss before Craig steals his chips. Ah, oh, bug. <laughs> Are you happy with your gift there, Gary? I'll take somebody, 100%. Somebody put a lot of thought into that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't put half of <laughs> yeah, yeah. mine. Don't bother sharing mine. I'll drink to that. Good lads. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, Kieran, this is your gift. I, I, I struggled with what to get you. Um, but in the end, I thought you might appreciate this. <laughs> I think that's really cool. So it's a it's a electronic dancing DJ pig with flashing lights. <laughs> well within my ten pound. Take it back to the shop. Uh, are, are you happy with that, Kieran? That's the content we're after. <laughs> now, Joseph, you have a four-part <laughs> gift. Oh, Mark went to town with his budget for you. Are you ready? How much did he, how much did he have again? Hundred pound. Mark had a hundred pounds spent on Joe. Oh. <laughs> so part number one: personalized <laughs> beard grooming kit. Yeah, that's oh, quite a good present. That is a good present. present. Yeah, that is a good I present. I got like one for that. Christmas this year. I was gutted when I didn't get one for Christmas. <laughs> uh, part number two. Is a <laughs> he's looking happy so far, boys. Part number three. Oh, mate, he's looked after you this Christmas, anyway. Yeah. I'm gonna give Mark 100 pounds if he can send all me. <laughs> and part number four. Yeah, oh, class, classy. So, what's your reaction to Mark's four-part gift for you, Joe? Well, it's better than any Christmas gift my wife's given me, so... Yeah. <laughs> you said that really quiet, Joe. Can you just say that again? <laughs> uh, that was, they were very well thought out. And I very well recommend. done, Mark. Next up on the picture round is Nick's present for me. And I have to say, when he sent it to me... <laughs> I was really actually <laughs> grateful because he's put thought into this because he knows I'm going for my black belt this year. So this would this would really help with my training. What I have to send an extra special thank you to Nick for is unlike the rest of the team who understood the assignment, Nick actually bought the gift. <laughs> <laughs> he had it delivered today. Is that, is that coming out of the FRI budget? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's had it delivered today and has told me next time he sees me, I will actually be receiving my gift from our fake sideway challenge. Joe, Joe, you should mention to Mark. About mention this. to Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Nick actually bought the gift. Uh, speaking of Nick, this is one of my absolute favourites. Now, Woody, you said earlier, someone's put a lot of thought in and not to show yours. I love what you've got, Nick, and I think the rest of the panel will too. Uh, let's just remind ourselves, you were given a budget of £50 to spend on yeah. young Nicholas, and this is what you went for. 
<laughs> That's right. 120 centimeter stilts, just so that he can be roughly as tall as the rest of us. <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. Absolutely superb. Um, That was good timing for your phone to die, Kieran. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Next up, we've got Gary's gift for Ned. And uh, you were only given, the like me, you only had the tenner to spend, didn't you, Gary? But I think think you did sensationally well as you came up with this. (laughs) My gift for Ned, (laughs) in honour of his favourite international player, Sade... I'll even throw in a marker pen so we can write a message of love on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, that was jo- Joe was one of the first to send his gift back uh, in terms of what he was getting. Rich, this is what Joe has got for you. <laughs> <laughs> How rich people think book. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. We have some uh, other entries which were not sent in picture form, so I'm just going to load them up very quickly. The first one came from uh, the first one came from Warren, and uh, he was given Ben, as we said earlier, and he sent two. He sent two uh, different versions. So Ben, you can choose which of these you'd like. Uh, his first is uh, he would like to treat Ben to an afternoon tea for two with Scott Lindsay. Or the second option, uh, he would give you £50 worth of Longs Bar cocktails after the way you went through them on the night out. Oh, (laughs) do you know what? I'll probably go for afternoon tea with Scott Lindsay as we've on. I'll tell him where he's gone wrong. (laughs) For fuck's sake. Of course, you're leaving Swindon. Uh, next up, uh, Rich's gift uh, for Wazza. Uh, he wants to get him uh, a model car. <laughs> he hasn't spe- specified which one, but you want to get Wazza a model uh, car, which I think he'd appreciate. Well, I was uh, thinking of it. What's the oh, what's the circuit with the cars? Scale electric. Scale electrics. That was it. That's probably uh, that's probably over a tenner, but yeah, something now, like that. In a way, I'm actually quite glad that Kieran didn't send his in picture form. So I'm just going to read Kieran's gift for Craig as he sent it to me. A big daddy paddle, £2. (laughs) A ringmaster's costume with a whip, £30. (laughs) A wig, £2. Cheap from Asda. £15 blue suit. And a card that says, happy anniversary, Craig and Vicky. £1.50, bang on. (laughs) (laughs) superb effort from uh from kieran that's for sure uh next we go to um uh who's the last one ah ben's ben's gift for mark uh and i say the last one because uh as suggested Ned is the only one who hasn't managed to pick his gift yet, so Woody hasn't got a virtual gift to oh, receive. Fucking can't do it right So we will. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, he will. Uh, I'm sure he's working on it. Um, so Ben's <laughs> gift 
Um, and again, I think Ben's done really well. If I could just find him on what's there, we go. Uh, he is gifting to Mark a Gloucestershire rugby shirt to the value of fifty pounds and fifty one-pound scratch cards in the hope that he gets at least another tenner out of all of those. <laughs> oh, well, that—that that was my other thing for Warren was to get him just two five-pound scratch cards. <laughs> <laughs> that was my other. And uh, oh, here is Nick. <laughs> Nick, who actually bought the gift, uh, and he's uh, he's put in the chat. It was accidentally accidentally bought. He pressed the buy now button, didn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. got the one click buy, isn't he? Because <laughs> yeah. Nick's yeah. just got loads Joe of money. Probably so packed it. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's got the order. <laughs> having having been through them all, then it's uh, it's time for the panel to vote who wins. The game of best gift. Ben. I'd say... Oh. And you're not allowed to vote for yourself, obviously. Who bought, who do you think has gifted? Gift? Uh, Mark. Mark. Mark uh, bought Joe's gifts. Joe's gift, perfect. I would have loved that. Okay. Woody? Just because of the T-shirt more than anything, I'll go Joe's gift. <laughs> Joe's gift as well. Wow. Uh, I just want to remind everyone of the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Before anyone else says that Mark got the best gift, let's just remember oh, how good Remember this the gift dancing is. pig. <laughs> the DJ pig. Uh, Gary, who are you uh, awarding the prize to? I, I, I'm going to have to go with Joe's. I've I got no beard, clearly, but those t shirts, oh my wow. Yeah, Joe's. <laughs> Rich? I've got to say, yeah, right. Joe's gift, I've got to say. Oh, uh, that and, or. Um... Ned's gift, the the sink kits, but now I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Joe's gift. Okay. Uh <laughs> Joe, who are you gifting the win to? I mean, generally I'd vote myself, but I'm not allowed to, so don't really matter, does it? Uh <laughs> let's just vote for Fifey's gifting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Kieran, who's winning the what? uh the prize? Because I missed it. What did I get gifted? I forgot. I my phone died at that one. Oh, you, you got the pig. <laughs> you got the, the, oh, the DJ one. pig. You got the <laughs> DJ <laughs> pig. Whoever got that has fucking won it. That's class. Yes. yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's me and Gibraltar. <laughs> I said he'd like that. I said he'd like that. So it it stands to reason, therefore, that uh, Mark wins with. Uh, what's that? Five votes, and uh, I come second with two, and nobody else even got a vote from tonight's panel. Uh, so my eight pounds, my eight pound dancing pig, <laughs> comes in second place <laughs> to a hundred pounds worth of Fortnum and Mason stuff. To absolutely buzzing. <laughs> uh, listen, if you are going to the game tomorrow, as we always say. Be loud, proud, and please bring home the points. And and in the words of one of the guys earlier, if any of the players or staff are watching this by any chance or even listening tomorrow, please don't get Jody Morris and stilts. <laughs> oh, you missed? Did you not see the stilts? <laughs> Nick got given stilts. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, just just for you and and Nick, of course, because he uh, he may have missed it as well. This was Woody's gift to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he can't be going on them at his age you'll fall off and break something German ones as well I love you know German ones as well. <laughs> high, qu high quality wood <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, <laughs> Phil, um, thank you very much for your time tonight, okay. Phil, who yeah. says, great show tonight, guys. Lots of laughter. Have a great weekend and pray for the win. Uh, yes, uh, to both Swindon Town men and women's side, good luck this weekend. Let's hope that both of you will win. And uh, by the time we're joined by Liam on Monday, we're all just a little bit happier. Uh, but from the guys and from myself, have a great weekend. Uh, we be fools rush in. We will see you on Monday. Good night. Or Tuesday. Take my hands. Take my whole life too.